Hello and welcome to Full Contact Nerd, where we talk about fiction and storytelling in all its forms. From the weird to the fantastic, horror, sci-fi, fantasy, thrillers, mysteries, anything you can ask for, we have it. I'm Chris Alvarez and thank you for listening. I'm speaking with Lawrence Light, co-author of the financial thriller Crash, published by Forge Books, April 28th, 2020. Thank you for speaking with me. Glad to be here. So first, considering all the ideas um, that you can write about that I'm sure roll around in your head, how did this particular idea rise above the rest and get written? Uh, Well, Chris, it's because uh, we've encountered a financial disaster 10 years ago plus in the the 2008-2009, which ruined a lot of people. And it looks like we're heading into, into yet another one. Uh, when we wrote Crash, we wanted to talk about uh, that, but it's just not a dry economics textbook. As a matter of fact, it's a thriller, of course, mm-hmm. and it's about some evil Wall Street people and how they're trying to uh, make the economy uh, take a tumble and mm-hmm. they can profit from it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and of course, <laughs> there are those who say that's not too far from the truth. Right. So we. We had some ready-made villains and uh, a, a real-world catastrophe. Of course, we had no idea that COVID was going to come along mm-hmm. uh, when we wrote it. But certainly, we had uh, the financial crisis of 2008-2009, uh, you know, well in hand. Uh, during that time, by the way, you know, there were some really nasty, underhanded things going on, and a lot of ordinary people, investors. Lost a lot of money, lost you know a big chunk of their life savings. Mm-hmm. But guess who didn't suffer at all? In fact, got bonuses. Nobody went to jail on uh, Wall Street, and uh, that's always sort of struck us as somehow wrong. Mm-hmm. So uh, my co-author and I, David Hagberg, decided that we write about this. Uh, we uh, of course uh, put in the trappings of a of a thriller. Uh, with uh, bad guys running around with guns mm-hmm. and uh, computer worms that uh, were intent uh, on crashing the world's stock exchanges to tip things into the into the second great depression, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that, that of course is a tension of the book. You know, as, as with any thriller, mm-hmm. you know, will the good guys stop the bad guys in time? Right. So I'm not uh, no spoilers here, but yeah, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> that's. That's a classic dynamic. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, obviously, I think a lot of people understand that uh, computer systems are very complex and hackers exploit uh, certain things about the system that people aren't fully aware of to manipulate the system, to break it, to uh, take advantage. Um, but in this instance, the financial, I think you're pointing out in the book, the financial system is just as complex and um, people can sneak around in the background to to affect it. That's right. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, the whole world is digital now, and certainly the financial world. If you uh, want to change the uh, allocations, for instance, in your uh, 401k or your IRA, you can just quickly do it online. Mm -hmm. But uh, what if somebody got that information and decided to uh, take your money? Now, right now, uh, there haven't been instances, uh, no, let me rephrase that. There haven't been a lot of instances where that's happened because there's a lot of safeguards. But, mm-hmm. hey, you know, these hackers are very, very smart. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, what if they were able to just get in and bypass all the 
safeguards and and just empty your account. You yeah. know, and let's say uh, you know you want to buy a house or you want to retire or something. Too bad. Mm-hmm. So that is a very real possibility. Hackers are trying all the time to get into into uh, big investment firms and uh, and when and Wall Street uh, and, you know, and, and the stock exchanges mm-hmm. throughout the world. And there are there are they have it, uh, we've been in one. Um, there's a there's a big cyber defense industry that's uh, that's uh, that Wall Street uses. You know, each each one of the big houses. You know, your Fidelity, Vanguard, Kilo, Price, the stock exchange itself has a has a floor full of, of very wise uh, tech people to try to defend against this. Mm-hmm. And and there's a reason for it because they're trying to get in all the time, and that's kind of scary. It makes me think. You know, there's that old um, phrase, maybe cliche. You know. You ask a bank robber, why do you rob, rob banks? And they say that's where the money is. So, right. with they don't have to deal with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> they can just come in the dead of night, you know, and, and take it all digitally. So is that where the money is for these guys, investment, uh, the investment houses? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's trillions of dollars in there, and it moves around all the time. And in in our scenario, we, we, have, we have a number of, of bad things that happen. Well, one is cleaning out people's accounts, for one. Mm-hmm. And for another, uh, an, an actual introduction of, of a worm uh, who's, whose sole mission is to, to destroy, to, to melt down everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, and, and they, they try to do that, too. And we, we've, we've seen it happen uh, on, not thus far on Wall Street, but elsewhere uh, in, uh, in the corporate world. Uh, first of all, there's theft of data for one thing, mm-hmm. but then there's also just malicious destruction of records, and um, that's and if you can use that for your own selfish ends, you, in other words, if you were a smart Wall Street guy and you knew this was going to happen, you could bet against it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about Wall Street; it's like a casino. Uh, you know, you can put you can put your uh, your chips down and hope you win, mm-hmm. or you can bet that somebody else will lose. Mm-hmm. It's called shorting. Shorting. And uh, it, 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 I mean, it's, it's legitimate, it's used all the time, mm-hmm. but what if somebody, as I say, had foreknowledge of something terrible about to happen because they engineered it and uh, took advantage of that? And, uh, and then, you know, everybody else would be poor, but they'd be rich. And um, not, not trying to be political, but in the news, I could think of politicians knowing about the virus and its effects and, you know, the, the whole scandal of... You know, did they sell their stocks because of this? So yeah, yeah, they claim they did. No, we're just oh, we're 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 just a, cleaning up our account. Yeah, my ass, hmm. please. I mean, they, these people were in Congress. You know, they they knew something bad was about to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I mean, you, you 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 can make moral judgments about them, and I do all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can see you try to excuse it, but no, I'm sorry, that's just not good yeah. at all. Yeah. So tell me about, so I, I've seen your bio that you're pretty experienced in all this in financial matters, but uh, can you tell me for this particular novel, uh, what additional research you did um, to help write it? Right. Well, we, uh, I had a, a co-author by the name of David Hagberg, who mm. uh, has a, uh, had, had a long, successful career of writing thrillers, uh, nothing to do with finance. But, uh, you know, a nuclear weapon, for instance, is, is on the loose. Mm-hmm. Uh, most recently, there's a plot to bring down a 
bring that uh, tall New York building. You, you may have seen them. They're very slender, and billionaires live on them. And, they, and they're the, the tallest buildings in the sky now, except for the, the New World Financial Center and the Empire State Building. But, <laughs> but David, you know, David loves to construe these plots. And, and in fact, David um, had, a, had a book out before 9-11 about a plot by uh, bin Laden to uh, wreak mass destruction on the United States. So he was very prescient, and he thought, hmm, what if there were some financial catastrophe? And we happen to have, a, have a, a, an agent in common, and she put us together. And uh, my background is I'm a financial journalist. I've also written uh, uh, four books. I'm, I'm a novelist, uh, and, and they've been on financial, financial themes. But I, I've worked for the Wall Street Journal uh, and Forbes and Business Week. And now I'm at a magazine called uh, Chief Financial Officer. So I, I already knew a lot about this world. I've been writing about it for uh, many years now. Mm-hmm. And, and David didn't, but I, I introduced him to it. And for instance, I took him the floor of the New York Stock Exchange, which if you've ever done it, it's a trip. It really is mm-hmm. something. And uh, and he was just mesmerized. And we, he went to a, we went to a T-Row Prices uh, uh, cybersecurity center. T. Rowe Price is a big uh, asset manager there, mutual funds and the like. Um, and uh, and then we we uh, we talked to a couple of investment bankers, you know, the people who do the deals, you know, mergers, what that's like, and a broker. So we got a, a taste, uh, and he got a taste of, of, of what these folks are like, mm. uh, and and what they're like is well, there's a very diverse group, but uh, some of them are. Um, uh, <laughs> You know, really rollicking types. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a very straight laced. Uh, there, there's there's different people, but they're but they're all very colorful. You wouldn't think they would be, mm-hmm. uh, but they're, they're they're just fascinating. In other words, they make good characters for a novel. Right. So we, so we, we had a ball, right? And then when, when you and of course David, you know, he, his background uh, he was writing about uh, international uh, plots, and he. Uh, we had one of our heroes was a, was a Navy SEAL okay. um, who was trying to stop the bad guys. And of course, the bad guys, you know, they need muscle, so they they turn to their to the Russian mob for it. Mm. And and David happened to know a lot about that. And I, I also happen to have a military background. I'm a lieutenant colonel in the Army Reserve, so we had a lot of overlap, okay. uh, and which made it fun to write. I'm speaking with Lawrence Light, co-author of the financial thriller Crash. You can find more information at lawrencelight.com. Please rate this podcast on whatever podcast feed you're listening to it on. These ratings go a long way in increasing my listenership. Please sign up for my newsletter located at chrisalvarez.com or fullcontactnerd.com. Please post your comments about this podcast or the episode on Facebook at chrisalvarezfcn or on YouTube at chrisalvarez. You can contact me directly on Twitter at Chris Alvarez FCN or on Instagram at Chris Alvarez Sci-Fi. If you like military history, please listen to my podcast, Military History Inside Out, located at warscholar.org and militaryhistorypodcast.com. If you like outer space business, technology, and policy, please listen to my podcast, Spacewalks Money Talks, also located at spacewalksmoneytalks.com. I appreciate any support you can give me. Now back to the podcast. What are some of the things out there that sort of inspired or, or maybe uh, 
or sort of a template for, for this novel, you know, any kind of books, music, TV, movies? Sure. Well, if, if you, uh, I don't know if you, if you watch Billions uh, on Showtime, uh, it is a very good program about um, fictional, but uh, based on fact, mm-hmm. uh, about a, a, a really, uh, <clears throat> shall we say, ethically challenged, uh, hedge fund chieftain, and, and, you know, hedge funds make, uh, they, they make bets in the market. You know, they're, they're the people that are going to go in and, and short something expecting mm-hmm. it to fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's, uh, that, that is loosely drawn on a real life character named uh, Steve Cohen, mm-hmm. uh, who, uh, has, uh, ran into trouble with Washington regulators who claimed that he, you know, was doing, uh, doing things that were on the other side of, uh, of what was legal, hmm. um, so we, we 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 had we had that in mind, and of course the whole mess that came out of uh, the financial crisis, uh, and um, it, it was uh, just amazing. Uh, for instance, Goldman Sachs, uh, which is arguably the most prestigious investment bank on Wall Street, it's been around since the 1800s. Um, Goldman. Uh, well, if you recall the financial crisis, well, what it was all about was um, uh, that there were there's a lot of bad mortgage. You, you can get a mortgage if you, uh, you know, without any documentation, you yeah. know, back in the back in the aughts. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wall Street took these mortgages and made bonds out of them. And then, and and when Goldman was uh, was helping people do this, helping people make these bonds, then it. And little today, it knew something bad was coming, so it turned around and it did, and it shorted the bonds. In other words, it was betting against the bond, <laughs> the very bond that it was creating and selling to the public and mm. selling to your pension fund. Mm. You know, then they turned around and they were betting that they were going to go into the toilet. Oh, and so they benefited both ways. Mm-hmm. So we have our. We have a we have a you know investment banking firm, Wall Street firm. It's well, it's it's. I'm not going to say it's a model on Goldman, but it, we, 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 you know that that at least that part of Goldman's um, Goldman's past we 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 mined with some relish, so I shall hmm. say. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. What other so personally? What other uh, books um, or any other media inspire you? Insp- you know, why why are you a mystery or thriller writer? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm right now. I'm the I'm I'm the uh, treasurer of Mystery Writers of America, hmm. and I used to be the executive vice president of it. Um, and uh, my wife and I would read. Well, we read a lot of things, but we, we read pardonably mysteries and thrillers because we're into it. My my wife also is a published author, and um, so we uh, uh, we we I mean, we know a lot of the a lot of course a lot of people who write mysteries, and we go to a lot of a lot of the book events. Um, and so uh, for us, uh, uh, mysteries are and thrillers are are just fun to read, but also, you know, some of the best of them have something to teach you. Mm-hmm. And what what I like uh, are those that are um, about a workplace, shows how things work. Mm-hmm. So in, in, in the case of, 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 uh, of David's and my book, Crash, we were talking about how Wall Street works and the different sort of people in there and how it is a, um, I'm not going to go too far and say cesspool, hmm. but 
there are people there that are not really on the up and up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, of course, most are honest and so forth. But you know, as you as you pointed out with with your Willie Sutton illusion, that's where the money is. Mm-hmm. So there are people around there saying, "Oh, gee, uh, there's a big there's a big pot of money here. Some some clowns are uh, are actually buying these mortgage bonds. Some of them made up with mortgages from people that don't have any money and are on the brink of defaulting and not not paying their not paying their uh, their mortgage payments every month, and when that happens, the the bonds are going to collapse. Hmm. I know we can get it both ways. We can get we can get the fees from make, creating the mortgage bonds. Then we can turn around and short them, and when they go down, we'll make money that way too. Mm-hmm. So you know you find and 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 to me that is the that is the essence of a good plot. Yeah. And you know as as and as a as a as a mystery uh, a lover. You know, I'm always looking for for uh, for a, a good a good plot, mm-hmm. and there are so many good people out there, like like Lee Child, like Michael Connolly, who uh, are terrific at um, spinning things that that take ordinary life and explaining something you don't know about, mm-hmm. which is what we wanted to do in Crash, mm-hmm. and you should know about because it's interesting and it affects your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and creating good fiction out of it, which will teach you something mm-hmm. and also entertain you along the way. What was that? Do you recall the first uh, thriller or mystery you ever read? Yeah. I, you know, I, I think, well, I, I really, of course, the, a lot of the, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I read Sherlock Holmes and, and the like. Uh, but early on, um, there, was, uh, there was a guy named Paul Erdman. Uh, who in the uh, late seventies and eighties uh, uh, wrote financial thrillers? Hmm. Uh, and, you know, there's one called The Silver Bears. One was called The Crash of '82, uh, written before 1982, obviously, hmm. and that resonated. And he was a bestseller. The reason was that the seventies and the eighties uh, were times of economic turmoil. Mm-hmm. There was high inflation. Uh, there was high unemployment. Uh, and it was that everything was kind of a, just a mess. So, um, and we got a taste of that uh, with the financial crisis. Mm-hmm. And ever since, we returned to prosperity uh, in the 10 years since the financial crisis, but it's sort of been uneven. The, the, the economic growth hasn't been too great. Mm-hmm. And now we've got this mess on our hands. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, of course we couldn't predict that, but we did think that something bad was going to happen. I try not to be a pessimist. You know, sometimes you look around and you're saying, my God, some of these companies have taken on so much debt. Mm -hmm. How can they continue? And we're finding out right now that someone took on too much debt and they're going to have a big problem. Mm-hmm. We're talking about defaults on loans. We're talking about bankruptcies. Uh, we're, we're heading into, unfortunately, you know, a bad economic time. Mm-hmm. So, and so, this, to go back to Paul Erdman, he was writing about all this okay. um, back in the day, and he wrote about it very, very well. Mm-hmm. So he was one of, my, one of the earlier ones that I wrote, and it just so happens that uh, that I, uh, you know, I. I you know, my, my editor said, "Well, you, you, you know, you know, I'd like to think of you as the uh, as the new Paul Erdman. Okay. <laughs> That's a high compliment. <laughs> I hope I can sell Paul Erdman's 
son. It, 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 he showed me way back when, when I was when I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that there's a, there's a lot of really interesting stuff going on in the world of, of big big time money and finance. Oh yeah. Do you do anything out of the ordinary to finish your works? To to write your drafts, roughs, or finals? Yeah, the the process. Well, the, writers do all sorts of things. There, there's 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 I'm sure you've heard there's there's two types. There's there's plotters and there's pantsers. Yep. And plotters um, are like Jeff Deaver, another best-selling author who's a good friend and, and a wonderful author. And Jeff, he does meticulous chapter-by-chapter outlines that are like 75 pages in length. In other words, you know, like a like a, a, a quarter of his of his, of his novels word count. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the, the pantsers, meaning by the seat of your pants. Mm-hmm. Who uh, just look? Uh, well, uh, sort of. They, they know where, they know how to start. They know where it's going to end up, probably. But as they say, that you know, the, the characters tell them to do. You know, David, David, and I, uh, when we did Fresh, uh, we were more. We we, we were sort of an amalgam, but uh, we knew what was going to happen along the way. But uh, we'd outline a few chapters ahead of time. And we we did go back and revise. You you always have to revise because it, you know the, the plot goes in not quite in the direction you thought it would, and you have to clean up some things, and make sure that the that the all the all the boards are nailed down and all the all the pipes fit. So uh, that that was uh, that, that was our process. Uh, sort of this this bastard kind of you know um, um, amalgamation of of, of pantsers and, and and plotters. So. Um... Considering all the different things you could include in this book, um, were there parts, and you don't have to go into detail, but were there parts you guys had to edit out for whatever reason? Yeah, let's think. I, I, I suppose um, we we were the thing with a thriller is you wanted to move very quickly, mm-hmm. and uh, at the same time, um, you uh, you want to describe the world that you're operating in. And David and I had a sort of a dynamic because I knew that world, mm-hmm. and I, I wanted to convey it uh, in a in a in a way that people would understand it. And, and it, it, we don't want to bore people. And people think, "Oh, finance—that's boring." Well, it's not. You can explain it very simply, mm-hmm. uh, and it affects everybody's lives. And so we're, we're always looking to, for for ways to simplify some of the financial things that were going on. Uh, but explain them in sufficient depth so that people would understand what was what was happening. Uh, and so I, I think we find we we made we made that work pretty well. You know, I mean, I, I could write you, you know, and I do in my you know my my job as a journalist, you know, you know, long dispositions about about shorting stock. Mm. You know, yeah. <laughs> so we, we wanted to make sure that that was you know palatable to uh, you know people who. Uh, who are, are not uh, not uh, financial mavens. Okay. Um, and considering your long career writing, um, how how has your approach to novel writing changed over time? And you know, how did it? How, how does your change culminate in this particular novel? Right. Um, well, initially when I started, I, I did a series of books uh, uh, in the uh, uh, that uh, that were in the late aughts. Um, that were uh, about a financial journalist like myself, mm-hmm. and I, I made them. Um, I'm not going to say that they were that they were humor books. 
uh, like uh, Janet Ivanovich, Janet Ivanovich's books, mm-hmm. um, the Stephanie Plum series, you're probably familiar with. Uh, but I, I, I wanted to, to put elements of satire in there. And as as time went by, I decided, you, you know what, um, that's sort of, um, that, that may have worked, I, you know, but I, I wanted to become more serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, there's elements of humor, of course, you, you want some of that. Uh, you, you, you want to be, uh, uh, I, 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 I redid the balance a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say a thriller is like a roller coaster ride, and you, you'll hear alternately, you know, screaming and laughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> so I ratcheted down that laughter a bit and amped up the screaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and David was David was very helpful with that. But he had people screaming for a year. Hmm. Do you think uh, so? When people read this, will they come away from the novel feeling very scared or more? Uh, how will they come away? What 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 are you trying to impart to them? Well, what, 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 they'll, they'll come away without giving it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll, they'll come away feeling hopeful because, um, you know, in 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 most thrillers, not all, most mysteries, um, uh, the good guys win. You know, and there's some question: Will they? I mean, they're going up against you know tall odds, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, you know, we, we, we have a we have a a, a, a hero and a heroine. Uh, our hero, of course, is a Navy SEAL. He's very adept at, at uh, you know gunplay, and, you know, being the hell out of people mm-hmm. and figuring out where the bad guys might be hiding. Um, and his girlfriend, who is kidnapped by the bad guys, uh, she is a computer expert. She mm-hmm. is a, a cybersecurity expert for uh, a very large investment bank which just so happens uh, to be at the center of this horrible plot. Mm-hmm. And she discovers this. and But she also discovers the way to thwart it. So the bad guys want her out of the way. Mm-hmm. But as, as so we have, a, we have, a, we have a, a union of, of somebody who is, is the definition of a thriller hero, namely uh, has, has mad skills at, at, uh, at fighting and, uh, and acting. And uh, his girlfriend, who is uh, uh, a uh, a computer uh, expert, and uh, it, it, but but yet is, is very feisty herself, and and won't won't give up. Mm-hmm. So uh, and I, I always like uh, my protagonists to be complicated people mm-hmm. who are not not all good, not all bad, mm-hmm. but on the whole are are good, mm-hmm. and and don't give up. Just mm-hmm. keep fighting. Uh, and that's what people admire, and especially if it prevails over the forces of darkness. Mm-hmm. And, 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 it, it, and right now we're going into a dark time, unfortunately. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm hoping that, um, you know, my, uh, my hero and heroine will, uh, will make people feel a little bit better about things that, you know, yeah, being smart and tough can prevail mm-hmm. against the bad times. Okay. Um, when you, when you were younger, a bit of a whimsical question, when you were young, younger, um, did you have, was there any detective or, um, or that sort of character that, uh, you'd have liked to be or that you, uh, sure. Um, there was, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it. It was a Travis McGee novel by John D. McDonald. Hmm. Um, Travis McGee, uh, was a, uh, he's sort of the prototype for Jack Reacher, for Lee Charles Jack Reacher. Mm. 
um, he was a, um, um, a real tough guy, and he lived on a houseboat uh, near Miami, mm-hmm. um, and w- w- which he won in a, in, a, in a poker game. So we call it the busted flush. Mm-hmm. And people would go to Travis McGee and say, hey, look, something terrible has happened. Somebody stole all my life. Or whatever, and Travis McGee it was sort of the the knight in shining armor. Except, of course, he'd take a fee for you know he'd take a chunk of whatever it was that was stolen. Mm. Um, and he was just tough as nails and very smart. And John D. McDonald, the author, uh, was very good at Florida. Mm-hmm. And there have been a lot of good Florida authors uh, who who come along. Uh, and uh, it, it has a it, it, it is a wonderful place uh, where there's a, just a lot of crazy stuff going on <laughs> and some real scams. You know, mm-hmm. so, like if you read Carl Hyacinth's book, which mm-hmm. are, are just funny, mm-hmm. uh, you know that that really embodies it. But I, I was just enamored of Travis McGee mm-hmm. because you know he was he he, he, he we usually get the hell beat out of him, but he would come out on top. Mm-hmm. Now, as opposed to Jack Reacher today, who I don't think Reacher ever <laughs> he says lost a fight <laughs> ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, modern heroes they don't have any flaws. It seems like <laughs> right, exactly. And Travis McGee had many flaws. They were always on doing. For instance, you know, he was always a sucker for the femme fatale who inevitably would come along. Oh yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm speaking with Lawrence Light, co-author of the financial thriller Crash. You can find more information at lawrencelight.com. Please rate this podcast on whatever podcast feed you're listening to it on. These ratings go a long way in increasing my listenership. Please sign up for my newsletter located at chrisalvarez.com or fullcontactnerd.com. Please post your comments about this podcast or the episode on Facebook at Chris Alvarez FCN, or on YouTube at Chris Alvarez. You can contact me directly on Twitter at Chris Alvarez FCN, or on Instagram at Chris Alvarez Sci-Fi. If you like military history, please listen to my podcast, Military History Inside Out, located at warscholar.org and militaryhistorypodcast.com. If you like outer space business, technology, and policy, Please listen to my podcast, Spacewalks Money Talks, also located at spacewalksmoneytalks.com. I appreciate any support you can give me. Now back to the podcast. So, um, did you have any uh, difficulties finishing the book or getting it published? Not, not at all. Uh, we, we, we sold it pretty easily. Um, what we wanted it to, to uh, Bob Gleason, our editor at Forge, wanted it out as soon as, as possible. Yeah. Um, and Bob, Bob is, is a very, very smart guy and knows a lot, as it turns out, about economics and is fascinated by it. So, uh, he thought he, he, he can, he could do it. And he said, you know what? Something bad's going to happen. I don't know how. I don't know, you know, what something bad. And I, and I, of course, shared that view. So, um, back when we decided to do it, in uh, in early 2019, mm-hmm. uh, we set a uh, we, we we set on a fast track uh, to write it in six months. Mm-hmm. Normally, it takes most people, certainly me, a year to do a novel oh. or any other type of book. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we we delivered it um, 
uh, right before um, Labor Day. Uh, and uh, I, um, uh, you know, and we, you know, we, we got answered some preliminary questions and preliminary edits, and, you know, we had things in pretty good shape. So when we were done, uh, my wife and I went off for a, uh, a cruise uh, in the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a great time. This is back when you cruised uh, without fear. And uh, when I when we flew back to the United States in, in mid-September, uh, my editor, Bob Gleason, was, he got me on the phone, you know, and I, I, I saw Bob had called me as soon as I could turn my cell phone on, and he told me that, that David Tankbert had died, mm-hmm. uh, which is a real blow. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he'd, he'd had a heart attack. Uh, he, he seemed to be in great health to me, but who knew? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the least, we, we had the book done. Um, so, uh, I, I was, and P.S., uh, I was going to have a, a book party, uh, which we had to cancel, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I was going to use it as a, and it, it, it's hard to, to, to be a, a tribute to, to David Hagberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yeah. That, that is pretty sad, but at least he could, he could get, uh, this last project out with you. Right. At least he finished up So what's your next uh, current or next writing project? Well, uh, we, we'll see whether we want to do a, 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 a sequel to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we got a you know we got a, a good uh, you know a good uh, hero and heroine as I say, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we want to write about we want I want to write about you know keep writing about Wall Street because mm-hmm. there's just a lot of stuff there, and mm-hmm. you know and there there is this wasn't always the case, but there is now. An audience for this because uh, people see that my goodness, you know, uh, bad things have been happening in my money, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd like to know why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so that or, uh, or or something along those lines. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm talking to my agent about what, what our next steps will be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, hopefully, you know, we'll, you know, we'll, one one thing or another. But you know, I, I do want it to be protect people if you can yeah yes where can people find you online do you have a web page or social media yes it's Mm lawrencewhite.com l-a-w-r-n-t-l-i-g-h-t.com okay um i mean i'm known as larry and lawrence is what my mother would call me when she was angry at me but (laughs) you know i decided it was a better author name (laughs) yeah how often did she uh did she use lawrence (laughs) with you then (laughs) Uh, well, um, <laughs> too often, <laughs> all too often, yeah. you know, I was a wise-ass kid. <laughs> I, I have a feeling all mystery writers or thriller writers are kind of, uh, kind of that way. I just get that impression. Uh, you're right. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So, um, that's all the questions I have. Do you have any final thoughts or words? Yeah, it was a lot of fun and, uh, uh, to, to write our book Crash and for David for David Hagberg and myself, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, but along the way, you know, we, we did think that we were uh, we were contributing to what one might call the national conversation, mm-hmm. you know, which is, is a highfalutin, snotty way of simply saying writing about something uh, that is important to people of a 
shouldn't know about. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's, that's what Crash is all about, you know, it's, it's, it's telling people about how Wall Street works, how it can work for you, how it can work against you, and, you know, what the odds are that the, uh, that the forces of righteousness will prevail over the forces of evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the essence of a thriller. Cool, cool. Well, thank you very much for speaking with me. Sure. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, Full Contact Nerd, please subscribe. Please also rate Full Contact Nerd and review it if you can. I have many more options to nerd out on sci-fi, fantasy, and horror. You can check out my website, chrisalvarez.com. That's Chris without an H. I have 20 mini-blogs on the site covering sci-fi, fantasy, horror, gaming, writing, mysteries, folklore, mythology, and many more topics. You can find my video playlists and my original videos on YouTube under Chris Alvarez. I cover sci-fi short films and games, fantasy fiction, horror short films and games, video and board game design, and more. You can get interesting news on fiction and fiction studies on my Twitter page, Chris Alvarez FCN. You can find cosplay and convention photos on my Instagram page, Chris Alvarez Sci-Fi. You can sign up for my newsletter on new books on my websites, chrisalvarez.com or fullcontactnerd.com. Thank you for listening and keep imagining the past, the present, and the future.